Good day, everyone. Um, welcome back to Monday's Life. My name is Camelia Shackleford, and I am the author and the founder of Monday's Life. Monday's Life started off as a blog. I'm encouraging those who attend Sunday morning or Saturday morning services, um, helping them to apply kingdom principles uh, for their week, their work week to come. Um, usually we are attacked once we leave out the church and sometimes we are not really taught on how to apply kingdom principles um, for certain situations that we deal with. So um, I want to take a quick second just to make some announcements since it is the end of the year and um, I have some great things um, uh, coming down the pipeline that the Lord has allowed me to uh, take part of. Uh, so announcement number one is that um, the new website will be released by the end of the month. Uh, my goal is to have it up and running by um, New Year's Eve. So when New Year's Day comes, everything will um, be ready for its reveal. Um, it will be a new leaf turned over for Monday's Life. The old website is mondayslife.wordpress.com. And by January 1st or December 31st, the web address would be mondayslife.com. So I am very excited about this new change. I've been on WordPress since the beginning, and it really served its purpose. So now, since the Lord is really um, taking me into different avenues and different um, endeavors, I have to switch over. So when the Lord moves, you have to move and uh, adjust accordingly um, when greater things are about to happen. And announcement number two is that my book that I've been working on for the last, I believe, almost two years is called Praying and Fasting, Still an Effective Kingdom Principle. So I am really excited about that. It is at the last editor. Actually, this weekend, I am picking up the uh, script uh, from the last editor so I can go through, make the proper changes, send it to a copyright, and um, hopefully by the beginning of February, um, it will be ready for, for print and be available on Amazon and all of the electronic um, uh, the ebook um, avenues that are out there. So I am really excited about this um, move. I'm really excited about um, what God is doing, um, especially with this book. And there are so many um, ideas, so many um, things that are about to come from this book um, to help people to grasp an understanding, a biblical understanding of um, praying and fasting and how sometimes we leave the um, the praying component out of fasting and praying because we're so focused on what we cannot do during a fast instead of focusing on what we can do and what is readily available um, to us during our fasting and praying. So I am really excited um, about this um, this whole move of God that he is doing in, in our life, in my life. And I pray that he is also moving you to um, complete some endeavors and complete some dreams and complete some desires that the Lord has put on you. So 
um, getting all the announcements and all the formalities out of the way. Um, it is the end of the year. It is the last Monday um, before the New Year's. And um, I heard um, yesterday, my sister, we were out to eat um, well, the other day we were out to eat and she was joking around how people say, you know, it's a new year, new me. And so I titled this blog, 2017, A New Year, A New Me, So We Always Say. Um, so how many of us uh, used to say this, you know, every time at the end of the year, um, making our New Year's resolution, you know, we always say New Year, New Me. We make out these long lists of stuff that we want to do and to make vision boards um, that don't even line up with the will of God at most times. We often use the scripture of um, Psalms 37 and 4. That says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, we interpret the scripture and meaning um, that God will give us what we want. Um, that's not the case. Um, in this scripture, it is saying that God will give you the desires. He's going to give you the desires that he wants for you. He will give you the desires he wants you to desire. So when you desire something, it will be of God and not of you. It is not of self. It is not of flesh, but it is by the Holy Spirit. Delight, when you look it up in the Greek, um, uh, when you look up in the Hebrew, I'm sorry, it means to make oneself pliable and flexible. So it, so you are making yourself flexible and pliable for the Lord to change your heart. So when you delight yourself, that means you are making yourself readily open and available for God to pour his desires in your heart. So in order for this to happen, though, um, our hearts must change. Um, there uh, is a way God, there, that's the way that God requires us um, to have a new heart. In Jeremiah 17 and 9, it says that the heart is more deceitful than all, um, all in all else. And it is desperately sick. Who can understand it? In Ezekiel 36 and um, 20, I mean, sorry, 36 and 26 says, Moreover, I will give you a new heart and then put the right spirit, a new spirit within you. And I remove the heart of stone uh, from your flesh and give you the heart. Uh, I, will move, I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. There is no way that God can give us the desires of our old wicked hearts. There is no way that God will give us the desires of our old and wicked hearts. Our hearts are deceitful and manipulative. According to Jeremiah 24 and 7 says, I will give you, I will give them a new heart to know me for I am the Lord. And they will be my people and I will be their God for they will return to me with their whole heart. Um, in this season, in this time, you have to catch what God wants for you and not what you want for yourself. 
how do we know if what we are desiring um, comes from God? There are three points um, you want to follow in order to know if you're walking in the desire of God, if you're walking in those, those desires that God has for you for your life. Point number one is that God speaks clearly. In Isaiah 30 and 21, it says, whether you turn to the right or whatever you turn to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. You have to be able to decipher between God's, to between your voice, between God's voice, and between the enemy's voice. Many believers wrestle with this and often find themselves in various situations. Um, Romans 8 and 14 says, for all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Number one, you have to know who you are. You have to know that you are a son of God. You have to know that you are a child of God. You have to know that you are one of his sheep. Um, How can you be led? By learning his voice. My sheep knows my voice and and, and I know them and they follow me. God knows you. You should be able to know him. And in that relationship, you should be able to follow him. If you are a son of God, the ability to know his voice is inside of you. Once you allow the spirit to have um, total control over your life, he will lead you in the right direction. Hearing from God takes discipline and you have to commune with God. Read your Bible in order to know the voice of God. You have to meditate on his word over and over again and you will become familiar with his voice. So point number two is that we don't have to force the doors to open. Everything flows in his perfect timing. Habakkuk 2, it says, record the vision, inscribe it on tablets. I think that's probably where we get the vision board thing um, from. Record the vision, inscribe it on tablets that one who reads it may run. For the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastened towards the goal and it will not fail. Though it tarries, though it may take a while, though we have to wait, wait for it. For it will certainly come and it will not delay. It is in God's word. If you wait for the vision to come to pass, it will happen in God's timing, the appointed time. Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 says that he has made everything appropriate in his time, in its time. He has set um, the eternity in our hearts, yet so that man will not find out the work which God has done from the beginning even until the end. God is Alpha and He's an Omega. He's the Omega, He's Alpha. He knows the beginning from the end, and He knows for a fact that if He reveals everything He has in store for you through your whole lifetime, you will not be able to handle it in this time. God knows how much we are able to handle in this time, in this appointed time. If God showed us everything for our lives, we would not be able to handle it. We will jump 
right to the end and not appreciate the process in between to to get to that point. The process in between, it what makes us who we are today. That is why God only gives us glimpse of our future because he knows that we cannot handle it. God knows not to give us everything uh, at once because we are not mature enough to handle it. In James 4, chapter 4, verse 3, it says that you ask and you do not receive because you ask in the wrong motive so that you may spend it on your own pleasures. God's will would not be on your mind. You will be focused on your own will and your desire. God uh, will never give you a million dollars until he knows for a fact that you will do what he wants for you to do with it. If God told us, uh, if God told us to give that million dollars away, are we able to? Do we have the faith in God? Do we trust God um, for Him to to come in and be that provider that we claim for Him to be? Um, you, if it is it, all about walking in maturity, we got to be able to walk in maturity, or we will end up like being the prodigal son. The prodigal son was guaranteed in due time and in the appointed time to receive his inheritance, but he wanted all that was promised to him now. So the father did what the son um, did, what the son asked for him to do, and the son used up all of his resources, all of his inheritance that was promised to him. Why? Because his motives were not pure. His problem was immaturity and ignorance. His problem was immaturity and ignorance. He did not know, number one, who he was and where he was headed. We cry and cry to God to give us things for our lives. And we cry and cry to God for things that happen in our lives. But we are not able to handle the responsibility of receiving the blessings. We want marriage but we are not mature enough to handle the responsibilities, yet alone take care of ourselves. We want a house. We want a new car, but we do not have financial discipline. We want a business, but we cannot remain faithful to the work for uh, the work for somebody else. We don't know how to come in and work on time. We don't know how to be faithful over what God has given us, over another man's work. Once God finds us faithful, then he is able to move us to the place where we need to go. In Philippians 4, in, uh, chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, um, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Don't be anxious for, for anything. Don't be so quick to have things in your life. God wants for us to pray to him and make sure it is in his will. The problem is that we don't, we don't stay long enough in his presence to hear the full answer and to receive full instructions. You cannot um, be able to carry out 
anything that God um, wants for us unless we spend time in his will. And what God has given to us, it will give us a sense of peace. We will have peace about it. And our hearts um, will be guarded and our minds will be in Christ Jesus. That means that we are all in sync. Your heart is in sync. Your mind is in sync. God's will is in sync for your life. And, And point number three, The desire that God has given to you will not be exalted higher than God. Um, Many of us, we take our desires and we run with them. We don't see God for about counsel. We um, feel that this is more important. We give our money and our time and our talent to carry out this certain, um, certain desire rather than spending your time and your talent, uh, worshiping and, um, loving on God and Ezekiel 14, it talks about how the people allow their desires become idols in their heart. They worship this desire. Have you ever met somebody who spends all their time at work? They, they, they love their job. They love what they do to a point where they, are um forsaking the um, the time with God, the time with family. They're allowing this to become an idol in their heart. And Ezekiel says they have set up the idols in their heart. Not only um, they not only have idols, but they are in love with them. And they are wed with them and have laid them so near in their hearts that and have given uh, it such a great room in their affection that there is no parting from it. That's um, what you call an idol. Anything that exalts itself above God is an idol. God will allow your desires of your heart to come to pass to show you. Um, that you don't need them in the first place. If this desire is not of God, he will allow that desire to come to pass to show you that it's not for you in the first place. You see this example um, when the people wanted Samuel to choose a king and um, they want Saul. They wanted somebody who was handsome and and have all these physical attributes. And when they received the king that um, that the people wanted, it, it, it didn't turn out to be what God wanted in the first place. And so um, our desires can be so strong to a point uh, where we exalt them above God and not even know it. And everything we do, we have to make sure that God is leading us rather than us trying to lead God. God has given us the ability and he will take that away too. He will give us the ability to create wealth and he can take that away. You have to understand that desires are created, motivated, and moved by a will. Do not allow others to place their will on your life. Do not allow your own will to create desires in your heart. Once you give God an authentic yes, then his will, his will be become, will be downloaded in your spirit to that and then once that wheel is downloaded in your spirit it begins to create the desires for your heart so as you go into 2017 check your heart and make sure you are desiring the desires that God wants for you to desire if you're going to make a list if you're going to make a vision board pray over it and make sure this is the direction that God wants for you to travel. Pray over it. 
make sure that this is what God wants for you. Do not be like a man who decides to go on a trip, but do not have the right directions or the GPS or the right and proper resources to get there. If you continue to lean, to trust and rely and depend on God, he will lead you in prosperity and wealth in the appointed time. So make sure your 2017 is in the will of God. So that ends my um, inspirational message uh, for the 2017. Um, Make sure you are in the will of God and make sure that every step you take, um, you consult God for. Um, Like I said, my blog can be found on Monday's Life at WordPress.com. Um, it will be released on its own server, uh, Monday's Life.com, by the end of the year, beginning um, January 1st. So it's between that time. Um, also, you can listen to um, this broadcast on podcast. It is on podcast under Monday's Life, or you can watch this video um, under um, on my Facebook page. Under uh, Monday's Life, it will be ran at 1 p.m. every Monday. And also, you can watch the replay or you can watch the replay on YouTube. And you could just search Monday's Life and you should be able to find a video. So if you have any questions or concerns or anything, you can send an email to mondayslife at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me and have a blessed 2017.